It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen every Thursday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. out of indie music television in Ronkonkoma, New York. At the desk is the super producer, Matt, once again. How are you, sir? Doing great as always, and you? All right, I'm great. And to the right is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, how are you, my friend? Just ducky, how are you? Another long weekend. You had a successful weekend with uh, Mr. Eric Sims, James Ellsworth, and the Superman Gilberg. I love Gilberg. Thoughts? I love Gilberg. Gilberg was freaking hilarious. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Good, good show, good interviews, auction went well, you know. Check, 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 basically. Check check off the boxes. Nice, nice. Yeah, it works. And how's your weekend? Uh, well, Besides you know what, after that. You know right? what I turn into when I go home. Did you I go home and drink turn afterwards? Turn into a big flask of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Monty Nefaro would like to thank the bands it. that sing our theme songs. Aqua Cherry, Straight to the Top, the Monty Nefaro theme song. Mm. Also catch their other songs such as Yes, Yes, Forever, and Seasons. Aqua Cherry's music can be found on Spotify, mm. iTunes, Reverb Nation, or where music sold. Also, our outro song is sung by none other than the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, Bart Griggs, as part of the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, our outro songs. Uh, this Life, my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Not Far Behind, mm-hmm. Here Comes the Rain. And Riding High. And riding high. Stay tuned for the video. You can find their music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. Monty Nefaro also can be seen on YouTube, the Monty Nefaro page, mm. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, Monty Nefaro page, RTF Sports Network at, uh, on Thursday from 8 to 9 p.m. Our time has changed. Okay. And from Monday to 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Okay. Channel 15 every Tuesday from 8.30 to 9 p.m. And for early risers, Channel 115, 6 a.m. to 6.30. And then on Friday, just a few hours from now, 1.30 in, in the morning, morning, you can catch us on Channel 20. All right. Um, we got a special show for everybody tonight uh, in respects to the passing of mm. the Ugandan giant Kamala. Uh, We're going to take a quick commercial break and then have a special guest who's going to speak about the passing of Mr. James Harris, uh, Kamala. We'll see you in a few minutes.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. Seen every Thursday out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conkham in New York. And on the phone, we have future Hall of Famer, Mr. Lanny Poffo. Lanny, Aww. thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much for that introduction. I would rather see some other wrestlers get in before me, namely the late Kamala. And where the hell is Rick Martell? <laughs> yeah, pre- preaching to the choir on that one, brother genius, for sure. Well, Lanny, we want to ask you about uh, Mr. James Harris. Can you tell us a, a little bit about him? Well, I uh, I know he wrestled as uh, Sugar Bear Harris. Uh, I never met him then. And then I remember Jerry Lawler gave him the gimmick. You see, uh, and when I met him, uh, he didn't know a thing about Idi Amin or Uganda. Mm. He knew a lot about Sanatobia, Mississippi, <laughs> if you want to know. <laughs> so, so, you know, he's supposed to be the Ugandan giant. Well, he was a giant, but he was not from Uganda. He was from Sanatobia, Mississippi. And did you have a personal relationship with him at all? Oh, yeah, I wrestled him and uh, did very well. Um, and uh, he had a great career he had a good run with Hulk Hogan which is where the money's at well not necessarily for him but it was a lot of money and uh, if you know what I'm saying can you elaborate on that a little bit as far as the money he, he made claims, when he wrestled Hogan he claims uh, Undertaker made $500,000 he only made $18,000 in the same match do you remember that I heard that, yes. Yeah, and uh, I hear that a lot, but that's just, I don't know, if you don't like it, leave, or whatever they tell you, you know what I mean? Lanny, do you, take, do you take that as factual when Kamala says something like that? And what's your take when an undertaker makes a half a million and Kamala makes so much less? Do you think that that's just the way the business is? What's your take? I think um, the way I did it, I was just, in my career of 21 years, I was just lucky to be in it. Mm-hmm. I felt I was just lucky to be there. And I knew I could be replaced very, very easily. So I just took the money and um, raised my family and uh, saved and invested as if I was going to be fired. And finally I was. So, you know, eventually they're going to wish you luck on your future endeavors. So if you don't save your money, you're going to wind up, you know, on GoFundMe. Do you feel that it's a discredit to someone like The Undertaker who has to bear the brunt of being paid half a million? Didn't he earn his spot on the card the way, of course, the legendary, you know, your brother, Macho Man, earned it? I mean... Where do we draw the line as far as salaries and who's got the right to complain? And what's your take on that? Like, let's say Macho wrestled somebody and they made considerably less. Don't you feel that, you know, Macho earned his rep and his check is accordingly? I was on main events for four months and uh, I was so grateful I would never consider 
like arguing about a payoff. Mm. You know, like here I was, a complete jabroni, and then all of a sudden I'm on NBC with Hulk Hogan, and then I'm teamed up with Mr. Perfect, and um, it was the greatest four months of my life, my career anyway. Um, my two grandchildren and my daughter are the greatest things in my life. But, you know, it's just the way the business is. Yes, uh, Undertaker deserves every penny he ever made. It's sort of the macho man. But um, Kamala was, they were just using him as an electron where, you know, Undertaker was the neutron in the middle. And everybody else was rotating around him like the bum of the month. And that's the way it was. And I'll tell you what, Kamala had a lot of ring color, and I don't mean that in a racist way, just a term. Charisma, ring color. Um, he was very fastidious with his paint. He would come in early, paint his face. And even when he made personal appearances, he would paint his face and take a great deal of care in it. He took care of his gimmick very much. How was he as a person? Oh, I loved him. And I think you'll find that everybody did. Lonnie, back on the payoffs, when you were wrestling Hogan, did you take a guess what you were going to make? Or did they tell you, kind of, you know, depending on the house, did you know what you were going to make? Or was it you were just hoping to get paid well? I was more worried about what I would... If there's two... Do you ever hear of Dr. Wayne Dyer? He died about five years ago of leukemia. Sure. Really? Okay, yeah, actually. My, yeah. <laughs> my mom. My mom read all his books. I we had him in the house growing up. Go on. Okay, there's two different dynamics: how many I serve and what's in it for me. Hmm. And uh, always ask yourself, how may I serve? Because um, the more you give, the more you get in the world. Yes. And uh, okay, I'm gonna. I loved. I loved Kamala, but evidently there's a lot of people on GoFundMe. If Kamala would have not made eighteen thousand dollars, if he would have made thirty six thousand dollars, which is double, right? Right. Um, he'd still be just as broke when he died. Okay. Um, in other words, if you put a zero at the end of it, if you would have given him one hundred and eighty thousand dollars instead of $18,000 still be just as broke because if there's a hole in the bucket does it matter how much water goes on the bucket no the answer is no you got a hole in the bucket you put in as much water as you want and it's all going to go on the floor however if you got a good bucket you can fill up your bucket with an eyedropper one drop at a time and uh, you'll get rich from that and there are people that didn't make a lot of money that wound up rich. And there are people that made a lot of money, wound up broke. Uh, not just in wrestling, in every walk of life. Show business, you know, Willie Nelson, had because he couldn't pay his taxes, because he's an independent contractor, and they don't take it out quarterly. You know what I mean? When you have a job job, they take the money out. You know, like, you can't not pay your taxes. They remove it before you get it. But if you're an independent contractor like we were, you have to be proactive and pay your taxes. I don't mean to be boring, but the same thing is happening to everybody 
And if anybody's listening, please, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you save. $18,000, that may have been a, he may have been underpaid, but I guarantee you, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yep. So, Lanny, I, I guess the point here also is, let's speak about independent contractors. Are professional wrestlers, do you think they should be independent contractors or actually workers for the company they're working for? Well, who are you talking to, a former wrestler or a former promoter? I'm both. Mm. You know what? I'll talk to both of them. Give me both your answers. Okay, the answer is no and no. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so much for that. Yeah, you know... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is you can be you know it's like in wrestling first of all nobody held a gun to my head told me I had to wrestle mm. I could have I, I could have like mopped up at a peep show right right <laughs> which, which is a little is disgusting great, but you know hey. it's, it's, it's well one man's disgust is another man's uh, flavor we're not going to get into your immense member again, are we, Lanny? Are we... What's that now? We're not going to get into your immense member again, are we, Lanny? Oh, we... no, let's not get into it. <laughs> Would you please? Lanny, uh, seriously, uh, answer me this. Where is the responsibility factor coming from all the I hate Vince McMahon marks how responsible is Vince now that Kamala has passed away? Is it all his fault that his later years were so difficult? And how come Vince didn't pay for his funeral? Where do you stand on what Vince owes past legends? When just past wrestlers in general that have worked for him. What does he owe them? Do you remember uh, Professor Elliot? Uh, he used to take the jackets back. Okay. Do you remember him? I'm actually remembering the guy that took the jackets. Yeah, go on. Okay, Professor Elliott at, at Madison Square Garden used to take the jackets back. Mm -hmm. Also at uh, the Meadowlands. Okay. And uh, he was a friend of um, the Grand Wizard. Um, what the hell is it? Uh, Ernie. Ernie Roth. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was a friend of this senior. Okay. So before he died of diabetes also, um, he would call me up all the time and uh, he told me that uh, about, I don't know four or five times a year Vince McMahon would send him an envelope with $5,000 in it hmm. and uh, I'm thinking to myself well the only thing he's going to get for that is tired you know <laughs> but um, in other words he he did what he wanted to do, and if he liked you, he did it. Right. And um, I have. You see, the thing is, do you remember? You know, I got a phone call from uh, a lawyer that wanted me to get involved in a class action lawsuit with the concussions. Okay. And I said, uh, I used to be known as the genius, and. Uh, have you ever heard of a John Grisham novel called um, King of Torts? Can't say I have, but go on. Well, I don't recommend it. I don't think it'll be a good movie. <laughs> no wonder I've never heard I of mean, it. It's, it's not really a, my kind of entertainment, but I did read it. <laughs> my God. 
And you know what? You know what I think? Um, the only guy that gets rich in a class action lawsuit is the lawyer. So you got these five fifty wrestlers uh, that are on that list of class action lawsuit, and some of them are referees, and some of them are wrestling managers. Like, how does a manager or a referee get a concussion? Maybe the you referee know, got a hand injury from slapping them mass yes. too hard. <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and how? Also, some of these guys were like a cup of coffee in the WWE. Mm-hmm. and didn't, you know, spent most of their career outside of it. Mm-hmm. So they all got concussions. And, you know, and I wonder, are any of them going to be in the Hall of Fame? Well, eventually, um, yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Anytime they want to just swallow the heat, they just take it away. But I think it is wrong that Kamala didn't get in the Hall of Fame while it was alive. Mm. So no matter what they do now, it's not the same. Right. You know, people say I had a very good speech for my brother, but it wasn't a good speech. The Macho Man should have done it. One last, oh yeah, come on, guys. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. You know how we feel about that. That's a, that's a sin. Well, I, and a you half. know what I mean. Yep. I did my best, but I ain't the Macho Man, and right. you're not going to make me the Macho Man. Right. I got to be myself, and myself, I did the best I could, and it's not good enough. Macho Man should have done it. I know but this is hard. He should have been. He should have been done it before 2011. Mm. Laddie, your father, Angelo, he had his own wrestling organization. And obviously you and your brother wrestled for him. Um, how? What's your thoughts on Vince McMahon letting go a substantial amount of wrestlers recently and, and office personnel, but giving his daughter and son raises? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, the first part of your question was I didn't work for my father. We were one third owners in the company, thirty-three percent. Right. The repeating decimal three thirty-three point three 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 three. Right. You can do it on your iPhone. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, um, holy pie, Batman. Go on. Three point one four. Three point. So the other the other thing is, I didn't know this, but uh, it doesn't surprise me a bit, and. Uh, that's what you're allowed to do when you own it, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you're also allowed to take risk and go out of business and then nobody helps you. Right. You know, it's like when you're the entrepreneur, you know, you assume the risk and you get all the reward too. And uh, see, I worked for Vince for eight years out of my 21 years. And I must say, even though I was, well, how should I put this? Um, uh, sucking hind tit on the sow is a farmer's expression. You understand me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Except for that four months of main events, twice in Madison Square Garden. You know, you know, you can't find anybody that remembers this, um, mm-hmm. but I do. You know, mm-hmm. meant a lot to me at the time. In fact, like a fat lady, like a fat girl on prom night, I got a date to the dance. I was pretty excited. Sure. You know. Sure. So anyway, um, this is the reason. Uh, I I'm grateful for everything I got. You know, and I don't want to. Um, I don't expect. Let's put it this way. E- even if I don't get in the Hall of Fame, I mean, can't I just be appreciative for what I got? 
you know, and I'm still alive. I'm not crippled. And I got some nice memories. And um, every once in a while, you know, something good happens as a ramification of what happened back in 1989. You know, uh, people say, hey, come on in. I wouldn't be interesting enough to bring in if it wasn't for that. Yeah, I'm still you know, mad at you for beating Hogan. Go on. I'm, I'm sorry? I'm still mad at you for beating Hogan. Go on. <laughs> okay, well, I hope it's a long grudge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, it is. It is. Lanny, I know you probably can't answer this, but I'll give it a shot anyway. Do you know, by any chance, what was the relationship between Kamala in real life and, and Vince? Any idea? I mean, what caused Vince to uh, kind of just turn his back, perhaps? Or any idea on the personal relationship between the two? Okay, the wrestling business is a fickle mistress. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy peep show. Mm-hmm. They love you, they love you not. Mm. They love you, they love you not. Um, right now, they love me not, I guess. <laughs> okay. You know, except, uh, you know, I, uh, when Randy died, and when my mom died, and when my brother died, and uh, my father, um, so far, not one um, condolence sympathy card from Connecticut, even though they have PR people on the payroll. So I assume when I pass away, um, nothing will happen either. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So then it'll be then will be over four. That being said, if Vince McMahon called you tomorrow, would you be civil with him, or would you be like, you know, f you? How would you take that phone call? You know, I have never said f you to anybody. Okay. And I certainly wouldn't start with him, especially. I was going to when... say, not Pat Patterson. What? No, I tell you what, I saw him uh, in the, in 2015, and he gave me his um, apology, quasi, and then defended himself. You know, and I listened to it, and uh, I wasn't there to argue with him, so I said, "Okay, right. yeah. I just let it go." Right. And uh, I do talk about him on podcasts. I talk about him on yours. Yeah. And uh, behind his back, but I ain't saying nothing to his face. <laughs> He's uh, he's 110 years old. Oh my god! Um, Here we go. <laughs> probably after he expires, I will quit talking about him. But people are interested, right? You know, and just remember when Randy's last day, instead of beating up Chief J. Strongwell and Pat Patterson on the same day, he just said, "Oh, I'm too old. Okay, I'll get a second opinion," and then he leaves and takes Slim Jim with him, mm-hmm. and then gets a job for his lesser talented brother. So. I'd say he did pretty good, you know, using his head instead of his fists. Right. right. Well, both of you are always very smart. Did you ever, uh, do you have a poem about Kamala? What? Can I put you on the spot? Wow. Uh, hang on, I do have it, but it's written down. Um, fortunately, I'm a very good housekeeper, and I know where everything is. Um, behind the people. You know who Marie Kondo is? No, I do not, sir. She sparks joy into a house because if it doesn't spark joy, get rid of it. <laughs> okay, let me see if I have an old poem about Kamala. Oh wow! You put me on the spot, but I, I know I did. I was challenged by that. Excellent. And by the way, uh, we wanted to mention about the passing of Regis Philbin, and uh, 
one of the great shows with you and uh, Kurt Henning on that show. Um, I know you're looking for the poem, but you have any memories of that? Yeah, it was like uh, it was January fifteenth, nineteen ninety. It was uh, uh, Martin Luther King's birthday, and they said they're going to have a huge rating that day because of that. You know, because the kids are out of school and stuff. So, um, I enjoyed the hell out of it, and uh, per- perfect and I stayed in character. Um, so that was pretty good. Okay, here's the poem. Shoot. Very short. You know, I wrestled him on NBC, right? Yes. It's the main event on NBC. The wrestling world is watching as Kamala bellies forth upon the scene. But if I emerge victorious, I could be next month's... Okay, but if I emerge victorious, I could be next month's centerfold in National Geographic magazine. Oh, my God. Sorry, I, I, got, I got a little... Uh, oh, my God. How sensitive of bit. you. Go on. You don't even, you don't even know the amazing. vision I just had in my head oh when you my. said that. Uh. What was the vision? Oh, I can't what? say it on air, bro. Come on, Lanny. I want to stay on the air. All right, Laddie, we want to thank you for calling in. Wait a minute, did he finish the poem? Tell me what the vision was. Was that the poem? The vision was you, a centerfold, National Geographic, and some pancake. What? Want to finish it for me? What? Pancake what? Pancake rhymes with biddies. Biddies? Titties. There you go. <laughs> Pancake titties, man. You remember those? Those used to be fun back in high school or junior the high. Right the set of well, I graduated in 73, so we didn't have Pancake titties. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Virgil was in studio, and you're known for your very large member, as the Farrell oh, mentioned before. But Virgil claims he was oh. bigger than you. Any thoughts on that? True or false? Well, I guarantee you, um, I did see it once, and it's much better looking than his face. (laughs) I can't wait to see you in New York, my friend. I hope you're doing well in the COVID era, and I hope you're taking care of yourself and you and your family. Very good, guys. Let me tell you what. You guys are a lot of fun, and uh, good luck on your show, and good health. Health is the most important thing. Thanks, Lanny. You know, Laddie, we're in a new studio. It's a television studio, so uh, we're really happy to be here. And one thing I have to say, we love you here at Monty and the Pharaoh. You've always been a great guest, and we love your family, and we look forward to seeing you in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Just one thing from Monty to you. Please don't go on these other podcasts. I can't stand them. Oh, God. Okay. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. All right, brother. I'll talk to you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take it easy. The With genius. that, we're going to go to a commercial break. <laughs> Be right back.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Nefaro seen here every Thursday from 9 to 10 p.m. out of Indie Music TV. The great Lanny Poffo, always a, a good part of this uh, program. It's always so nice to talk to the genius, and he even got to mention his penis. <laughs> How'd you like that poem? I liked it, but I didn't. I Dude, thought it was going to be longer. He was you, right. It was short. Do you not remember Pancake Titties? You what do. is Pancake Titties? No, I don't. When you when you what couldn't get play, did you when run you, with? When you would, went, look, Pancake you couldn't get titties. the Playboy, right? Yeah, right. They always had National. Well, wait a minute, who got? Oh, dude, you yes. are, you're fucked up. Now no, you, now no, you know what I'm no, 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 now I know what you're talking about, but no, I never once reached for a National Geographic to get a flesh fetish out. You're sick. What the hell? That's messed up, dude. Now, no, 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 no. So, uh, oops, I took the wrong magazine, Playgirl. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Funny. I can't anymore with you. What is, what? Did, did someone in the house have a subscription to National no, Geographic? You, you can I mean, look at a National Geographic for and, and it's not have a problem. Pancake. Well, t- because some of the titties were pancakey. Man, oh man, that's flat. messed up. Really? Wow, I I never looked. So you always learn something on Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, we learned that I never looked at those. So well, we're great. discussing right now smarter? Monty and the Pharaoh, <laughs> the passing away of. Uh, Famous professional wrestler, oh, Mr. Yeah. James Harris, uh, who is known as to WWE fans and many other fans as Kamala or Ooh. the Uganda Giant. Sure. He died at age 70 last week. Okay. Um, Kenny Casanova, uh, the writer who co-authored Harris's autobiography, Kamala Speaks, mm. shockingly told everybody that, unfortunately... Um, another life was taken by COVID-19. This is what got him? Which is what got Mr. Harris. Okay. Um, He had a lot of health issues, I'm always interested to know where Kamala falls in the place Mm. of Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Who I consider one of the great... Oh, stop. Matt, does this guy know his professional wrestling or what? Here we go. Uh, He does sound like he knows what It sounds like he does. Matt's very careful with his answer. It sounds like he does. Where does he sit? You know, it's interesting. There's There's another main eventer, like, screaming in my head that's that I'm paralleling him with on a little less of a public notoriety basis. But if I'm going to compare on the card, time period, impact as a villain, less, but in the ballpark, King Kong Bundy. Bundy? What? Notice I'm saying Bundy higher, though, because Bundy was like on Married with Children. No, but let me explain, though. Let me explain. I'm talking about on the card. Mm. I'm certainly not going to downplay Kamala, first of all, okay? King Kong Bundy had a short window, a few years, right? True or false? As far as his main event, come on, stop it now. Be Man, serious I'm, with I'm, me. I'm, I'm not. So you know, sure I know you're such that. a mark on him, but you know what? Seven years later, Bro, is what, he... what is a short window? Is a it, few you're years. A, year? a few years, yes. A few, a few years, years. Yes. yes. One year, no. Again, I didn't know again, where you I've got him here, but they remind me of each other because of one, several things. Their immense size. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were the top heel at one point in Vince McMahon's company and main right. eventing against Hogan. Right. Okay? I find those things to be very similar. Yeah. All right? Bundy did transcend more. Bundy got to main event WrestleMania too. I understand that. That is why I'm saying he's above him. But for some reason, if you're asking me to place him historically... This, to me, at the time period, is where Kamala would be. You got like a King Kong Bundy, you got Kamala somewhere over here. 
Okay, you want to name me some other wrestlers? I'll start going like this for you, no. so you understand exactly no, where fair. I'm putting it's, him. I'm okay, he was a great main event villain for a short window. It didn't last a decade as far as his main event window. Well, I think Poffo put it right. Kamala. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I want to, I want to make something clear. Mm-hmm. Kamala, to me, is an icon in wrestling. I think so. He had his spot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, recently on the Monty and the Faro web page, and recently on the Monty and the Faro Facebook page, okay. and recently on the Monty and Faro YouTube page. Go on. We posted. Yeah. The passing of James Harris, icon. Let's remember what this guy did for the business, Absolutely. and let's not push our stupid agenda. And we know what we're talking about. Agenda Who's... about Vince McMahon didn't take care of this guy. Don't use someone's death. Wow. Okay. Is that what's to, going on here? That's ridiculous. That's what's that's happening ridiculous. here. Okay. Yeah, and that's just again, seizing an opportunity to Yeah, that's messed up. Come on. So stop. my point was, so when I when I wrote this stuff, <sighs> these fate, you know, these pro wrestling experts right. want to use their agenda. Right. And you know, you talk about um, extortion. Mm-hmm. The word extortion. Mm-hmm. I heard numerous podcasts talking about the extortion of Mr. James Harris by Vince McMahon. The extortion, extortion of Ka- Kamala. You know, whoa, 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 whoa. What would what, what would have James Harris been doing for a living if he had not been a pro wrestler? Are anyway? you trying to tell me that James Harris the extortion? Was... Did I just hear that right? That's I'm telling you. Yeah, the extortion. Extortion. Oh boy, get the fuck out of here! Really? That's a joke. That's a fucking well, again, joke. Well, again, again. Extortion. We, we have, we have right. started in the this extortion. industry about okay. two years ago, right? All right. With our show. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's gained a extortion. substantial amount of popularity. <laughs> okay? okay? Sure. Fine. So it's funny. When we started off yeah. originally, yeah. we were small, you know, just these two fans doing a mm-hmm. show. And there were some people behind us, and they were patting us on the back. Oh, and they were yeah, like, hey, yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, once we start to gain momentum, yeah. they jump off the ship, right? right? Because, you know, again, if you don't follow everything they want you to follow, right. they're done. And this isn't – I want to make this clear. This if anybody, If this anybody is even... watching this show right now that thinks I'm talking about you, oh, please. no, I'm not. Oh, I'm, talking, I'm talking in general terms because there's so many – of you, right? I can name all sorts of different things, right? But again, right. when you talk about extortion, a passing away of an icon, and you try to make it about Vince McMahon and the WWE and his nepotism mm-hmm. and everything he's done, mm-hmm. and meanwhile we've had I don't a library of oh. maybe a hundred wrestlers yeah. in here, one after and ninety percent of them say at least Vince is okay, at least I don't need you know at least you heard 90%. Lanny Poffo who we had call in just to talk about Kamala, mm-hmm. tell you out there, it made it pretty clear to me that Mr. James Harris's bucket had holes in it. Right. Meaning that, if anyone didn't understand that, is that as fast as he made his money, he spent his you money. You know what? I like to see these people who always volunteer Vince's money. Where's yours? What do you do? Who are you helping? Come on. Hey, forget about that. No, Mo- seriously. But hold on. Most of these guys. You can't guys, sit on a mountaintop. Wait a minute. And, wait a minute. Most know. of these guys who go fanboys or yeah. whatever terminology right. they're using, at some point or another, they've worked for an independent company. When I mean independent, right. you know the ones that have like 20 people right. in the stadium? Right. And they either were the head promoter. <laughs> wait, wait, 20 people in the stadium? Not a stadium. <laughs> All right, you mean 20 the, people at the freaking high school? Right. Or over at the dock in right. Huntington or right. something? So. 
And again, oh my God, cities like Huntington. I'm in the business, but it doesn't matter. You're in California. If you're in California, whatever. Right. My point is, you either a wrestler or a promoter, all which can be bought. Right. I wonder these guys who promoted these wrestling, Mm. right? How much they ripped off those kids that paid their twenty one hundred dollars to become a pro wrestler. Hey, Hey, we know out there that they these these guys that are so worried about these these millionaire wrestlers that they would do their own promotions but if you want to wrestle for them they have a school and that school only costs twenty five hundred dollars but with no guarantee that anything will happen isn't that preying on the weak isn't that preying have- on uh, hold on i want to get my point here bro i'm sorry isn't that preying on the kid who wants to be kamala hey you want to be kamala can't guarantee it but give me $2,100, and you could roll around on my mat we have in my backyard. We know someone who, who we've seen that, where they paid to be trained, yeah. and the next thing you know, they're now paying to buy tickets at their own event that they already paid to be trained for. That's right. They're cleaning the guy's ring. They paid him to be trained. Oh, wait, and that's part of the rule, Getting too. completely you want, milked. You want to be a, like... You pay me And no, they're not making $18,000 for one match. Yeah, right. Oh, boo! <laughs> Boo-hoo! Yeah. Boo-effing who! But wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Already. Here's the problem. Farrell, you're wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get what? you on this. You ready? What? Go ahead. He made okay. eighteen thousand, but dude, there was so much traveling involved. Oh, stop. He had to go on a plane, <laughs> and then he had to stay in a hotel, <laughs> oh, and then he had to put on. some of that eighteen thousand dollars away for what? Taxes. Oh my God. You know, Gilbert, who was just on the show this past weekend, he was wrestling back in the early nineties for Vince, and he looked at us and goes, "Even then, that guy paid us mad money." <laughs> Yeah. Man, money! Yeah. I just needed to know what to do with it, but I didn't! Oops, it's on me! But wait it's a like... minute, dude! These guys uh, main evented in Madison Square Garden, and now they're mopping a floor! Well, maybe you should have graduated fucking high school, pal. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. You know, know God you gave you the gift of being 450 pounds that you can't even move, and you got a career out of it. And I'm not talking about Kamala. I'm not talking about anybody. You be talking about anybody. Right? My point no, is, it's whatever. like, you heard Lanny Poffo? He was happy to be a wrestler. He's happy to be famous. He's right. happy for he fanboys like you and me having a conversation with him. Yeah, he was also smart and managed his money. Lanny Poffo. Ooh, is that a, that's a, that's a, that's why that's a unique idea. Uh, James Ellsworth was just here. James Ellsworth is smart with his money. But wait a minute. You know it's not fair? But how do you let The Undertaker or Hogan make all that money, but poor little Kamala only made $18,000? I suppose we should have musician union for all those guys who made a mess out of themselves. But it's really actually, when you think about it, it's Jimmy Page's fault because he was always smart with his money. Mm. And he owns a castle. And he's got tons and billions and billions of dollars. I think Jimmy Page should be responsible for taking care of the guys from uh, Wasp. Do you realize how stupid this sounds? Dude, I was this listening... This is so stupid. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. You know what one of the co-hosts said? You ready for this? Go ahead. I'm sitting, so go ahead. Vince McMahon... Quote! What? Vince McMahon... Quotes now? It's like nickels and dimes that he could have paid for Kamala's funeral. Nickels and dimes. But he understands that if Vince did this for Kamala, he'd have to do it for everybody else. And then he'd no longer be a billionaire. What? But what's wrong with that? 
You don't have to be a billionaire, Vince. Why do you have to be a billionaire? Take care of everybody. How dare you? Dude, wait a second. That's How a... dare you even Hold make on. that Hold statement? On. That's not even American. You're, you're volunteering somebody else's money. You're basically saying how de- demanding that somebody else should spend their money a certain way. What the hell is that? Do that with your own money. You, wh- wh- Listen, Wrestling Forever 93. This is what he says. I want you to respond to it. What? I think extortion because how Kamala was used to make big money from a feud with the next star. What? I guess what he's saying is that Kamala was extorted because he was used. He right? was used. I, I think I got that right, Wrestling Forever 93. So if that's your point, my point is this. Lanny Poffo even said, and this is we, we didn't need Lanny to tell us this because we would say this anyway, right? Mm-hmm. If Kamala didn't want to wrestle Hogan, somebody else would have. And somebody else would have made $400 a match. Again, I want to put it in clarity to everybody. Want to talk about basic math? Back in the day, and I'm not telling anybody, again, you know, just because we do a show, we're not in the wrestling business. We don't know the inner workings. Bro, we've had broke dinner with wrestlers. We've heard all the behind-the-scenes stories. No, we weren't an agent. We didn't travel around with them, nor do I want to. You got to pick them up at an airport no, to thank have you. any say in anything? Eh, eh, that that, eh, that eh. validates your opinion? No, I'm, thanks. I'm, I'm a little confused. So my point is this. You ready Go for on. this math? Yeah. I'm going to give you guys some logic. Kamala. Back in the day, they wrestled double shots on the weekend, and they wrestled all through the week, right? $400. So Hogan got 10 20 30 Who cares about Hogan? Poor little Kamala got $400 a match. 400 you're a good math guy. 400 times 5 is what? 2000 Okay, and then four on the weekend, two, four matches on the weekend? Four matches on the weekend? That's, that's 400 that's, times that's, 4. It's another 1600 right? Yeah. So you're talking about $3,600, right? Right. Okay. Right. Kamala's average match, okay, you want to talk about doing your homework. Probably less than 10 Kam- minutes. Thank you. Kamala's average match is less than 10 minutes. Right. So if I was just to tell you, at 10 minutes, at $400, what's the what's the rate per hour for that? Oh, that's insane. Stop it already. He got paid a lot of, he got paid really good and money. And do that over a span of two years. Right. And that's not even for the pay-per-views. These are house shows. And guess what? The people came to the house shows, not for Kamala, for Hogan. But the wrestling right. expert will say to you, right. but there's got to be the guy that he wrestles. Because that you know what, guy you know what, though? Can I use this Star Trek analogy really, really quick? Go ahead. Captain Kirk was the star of the show. William Shatner was the star of effing Star Trek, okay? That's right. Okay? Hulk Hogan is Captain Kirk back in that time period. He's the star, all right? So I don't want to hear about Sulu. How's that sound? I don't want to hear it, because Sulu to this day, bitches, what about Shatner. Oh, we Bill got all the money, and Bill got all the attention. Well, here's why, Sulu, because he's Captain fucking Kirk, and no one gives a shit about your stupid fucking character. Why don't you go beam yourself <laughs> to planet Anus is and it, kill your rectum? Isn't that right? Rectum? Damn, they killed him. You know, you're 100% who right. Who cares already? You know, what you, it, it, you know what? Anyone who sits there and, and actually sits there and comes up with all of this rage over Vince McMahon over this, I, that's stopped it already. That's so... It's messed up to me. Wrestling Forever 93 said I meant Undertaker in 1992. So, again, Wrestling Forever 93. uh, Sorry, Forever 93. Again, sir or ma'am, here's the deal. Okay. Undertaker does a signing. He gets paid about $75,000 per hour. $75,000. A fortune. And guess what? Promoters pay that. You know why? Because he's worth it. It goes why? Because they make money. Thank you. Yeah. They make money. 
Okay, Kamala at a signing. Garner's about $40. This is not a knock on Mr. James Harris, so do not read into this. The point of the matter is this. Kamala was a great wrestler for what he did. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. He was an icon in the business for his character. Sure. Okay? Absolutely. And let's not forget everybody. I'll just go to this real quick. Kamala made a lot of money on the Kamala character, right? Yeah, sure. Guess who helped him make that? Vince. Jeff Jarrett (laughs) and Jerry Lawler. Okay? They helped make that character. Jerry Lawler created the makeup. Right. So my point to you is, do you think Jerry and and Jeff Jarrett should get a piece of that? Absolutely, since they want to go in that direction. Yeah, but you know what? They're independent contractors. If they want to complain about it. Hold on. If he had worked as an employee, Jeff Jarrett and Jerry Lawler would have got all the money. That's right. And those same wrestling experts would say, then what? Looks like it's not fair. Yeah, right. They're taking all the Kamala money. Right. He's the character. Right. He's the one doing it. Right. You know what else I find fuzzy, too? Go. Why is Vince McMahon responsible? Listen, Kamala worked for many other territories. True or false? True. How many other of the great legends, and some of them who have had problems, worked for other territories? Why is Vince responsible? Derek Green, you're right. I apologize. Jerry Jarrett, I'm a little ultra hot and sensitive over this Kamala. And I'm asking all you guys out there, please put your comments in. We love your comments. We want to answer them. Thank you. Go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. I'm just wondering why Vince McMahon always has to be the be-all, end-all, and he's ultimately responsible for what about guys from the AWA back in the day with their bodies all broken now? I suppose that they should be... Vince should but pay wait, for them. And, know, and know, the Crockett guys. And these guys. He's the, I top, pay for guy, these guys. He's I mean, the top guy in town. Yeah, but he, it's, it's his company. It's the WWE. Not everybody spent their entire body of work in his company. Why is he got to pay for everybody's total career pain? Is what I'm talking about. Understood. Oh, all the bumps just came from Vince's company. It's Vince's mats that did it. Bullshit already. You know? And when does it get on the wrestlers anyway? Get some balls and form a union. Yeah, go ahead. Get some balls and form a union and stand up to them and, you know, be... be so let know. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do that. You and me Do are wrestlers. Hold on, here's my question to you, Jimmy. You ready? The wrestlers don't care half as much as these marks on the keyboard. No, here's my question to you. It's crazy. We're professional wrestlers, right? We are? I'm a little small, but go let's on. Make believe. <laughs> yeah, let's make-believe. Okay? Let's make-believe big time. We're in the WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The average salary for a WWE wrestler is somewhere in the six figures. Right. Low six figures, yeah, high boo- six figures, again, depending boo- on how you are. Right. right. Yeah. If we make a union, yeah. You know what goes along with unions? Union dues. <laughs> union dues. That's a no. That's a good point. What else? Oh, I don't know what else goes with unions. Union scale. Ooh. Okay. Ow. Ooh. You know, people talk about the NFL union. You know, there's a scale, right? Right. Do you know that you can't make real money in the NFL till year five? You know why? Why? Because the average NFL player only plays for two years. That's right. Okay. That is true. Stupid. <laughs> so here's the thing. You know why wrestlers don't unionize? Stupid wrestling experts. Because if I think I got the goods, a la John Cena, right. I'm right. not capping my ass. Right. Because guess what? Right. If I was in a union, right. I'd only make $200,000 like a year. Hogan made sure he never but got his ass You know cap. what's funny? Yeah, if I was Hogan. The Rock and I was in a union, <laughs> oh boy. I wouldn't be paid $87 million to be the top movie star in the world right now because I was in a union because I was capped out at $200,000. Wrestling expert idiots, morons, and Vince McMahon, idiots. Vince McMahon has had to deal with wrestlers like, you know, I. let's see if you can guess who I'm talking about. Brought in a guy who was not a cabillionaire, quadrillionaire. He wasn't even a main event guy. 
He becomes a household name, a main event, and then he takes his ball and goes home. While he's been made a millionaire by Question Vince. from a fan to Go the ahead. star of the show. What? what Have I you do? heard about the massive... This is from Wrestling Forever 93. Have you heard okay. about the massive lawsuits by lots of ex-WWE wrestlers against Vince, Vince overhead injuries? Have I heard about all the lawsuits against Vince? Of course we've heard about them. Thoughts? Right? They ain't going to win them. They're spitting into the wind. These lawsuits come and go. How many times? Who's won one yet? Honestly, though, with all the blah, blah, who's won one yet? Nobody. They're not going to win. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. If you don't want to take a chair shot, don't take a chair shot. Go shovel shit somewhere. Uncle Tommy Tommy used to tell me all the time, right? World's always looking for ditch diggers. Right? Ditch diggers are smart enough to have a union. Again. <laughs> uh, with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen every Thursday from 9 to 10 p.m. out of Indie Music TV in Ronkonkoma. Farrow, do you think what? these wrestling experts yeah. are so angry over this because they really just wanted to be a wrestler and they just like <laughs> their little wimpy asses and they this is their way of like being part of it? Yeah, does that make them in the business? By the way, could we please define... What makes you part of the business? Ooh, why don't you define that? I'm so, I would love to try to define it, but to me, it's not the guys who sell photos in the mail and stuff like that. It's not the guy who sits on his keyboard and types away every day. This is my opinion, and my, my 14 friends all mimic my... They parrot my thoughts, you know? You know who's in the business? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is in the business. Yeah, sure he is. You know what I mean? You know who's in the business? Shane McMahon. He's in the business. Triple H is in the business. Matt Riddle is in the business. Right. You know, um, what you and you know, who else, you know who else is in the, business? in the business? Like Matt Riddle's agent. He's yeah, in he's business. in the business. Yeah, he's sure. in the business. But, I mean, for the keyboard, dude, you know I took my keyboard, I unplugged it, and I pushed it to the curb a long time ago, you know? I mean, thank God you still you you still do it, but I'm like, well, screw this, why, why I don't did, care why what did, any of these why, people why think they are. I don't care what they've got to say. This is where I'm at with it, you know? Why did you, um... As far as the negativity, I don't care. Why did why did you throw your stuff out the window, though? Because I got a problem with... It's one thing to disagree. We can all disagree. It's another thing to debate. We can all debate. But when someone just never leaves you alone because you just refuse to agree and parrot their ideology, that becomes irritating to me, like a fucking diaper rash. Who the fuck needs that? 
How many times I gotta wipe my ass before I'm well, fucking wh- clean? Why I'm on social Shut media? Shut the fuck up already and go to fuck away. Why I'm on social you media know? is because I gotta bounce back and forth. So yeah, I wanna give ahead. a shout out to our main man Joey. Thanks for joining us. As Joey. Usual. Our main man Michael Fenster. What's up? Hey, buddy? what's up, Michael? Valley. What's then, going uh, on, man? Timmy Tim says you're cute. Timmy Tim. What's up, Timmy? He says I'm cute. I, nice to know you haven't and changed, Timmy Tim. And then you know, obviously we're on YouTube and you know and. Stitch and whatever else you know. I don't get me wrong, man. I don't mind that you know, like from time to time, hearing other opinions and stuff. But man, make it valid. Listen, listen dude, it gets old I, after I a while. I respect everybody's opinion. Here's a problem. I don't I know have. if I do. Yeah, I know you don't. But <laughs> go on. But I do. Not like, sure I do. You have a right to think you know? any which way you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And here's the reality of it. I'm not going to blow a gasket over it because guess what? I'm not the guy making a million dollars. Right. I'm not the guy making eighteen thousand right. dollars. You know, my blood pressure is not worth it. I'm not going right. to get all aggravated about right. that. Right. You know, if Stone right. Cold Steve Austin like lost a hundred thousand dollars, it doesn't make me any better or any worse, right? Right. Right. Yeah, I don't so, understand the obsession with other people's wallets. I think it's a little fucked up. Well, again, it's it's Quite socialism honest. at its best. I'm going to keep saying that. Is that what that is, by the way? Yeah, when you, for when you dictate yeah, I can't. what that people did. have to think, that's, that's called fu- socialism. Dude, that's, uh, well, I'm not a fan. Wake up, America. I'm not a fan of that, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. You try to tell me what to think or what to do, and you get pushy with me? Oh, F you. F you. You know, good luck with but that. But you value people's point, right? I do. I absolutely have an open. You know me. I have an open ear for people. But if you overstay, you're welcome with your stubborn bullshit. Right. Get, get out. Go. Go. We're gonna. We're gonna. Move, we're gonna move past. Rest in peace, James Harris. Kamala. Absolutely. We hope Kamala to see was you a legend. Hall man. of Fame. And um, he should have been put in the Hall of Fame. Before I want to tell Lanny Poppo, who's should've. watching, who is on. Lanny, as being part of the guest, or one of our sponsors, Good Fucking Wine, ah. will be giving you a free bottle of wine for being part of the Monty and the Pharaoh can, show. Can we call him when he drinks it and, like, you know, mess with him? Do you think him? Lanny drinks? That's the one thing I'm Ooh, concerned about. Ooh, you know, about. you're I right. I don't know if he does. Lanny, he keeps himself pretty healthy. Lanny might not. Very interesting. Anyway, sure. uh, catch Monday Night Raw. Ric Flair... Ric Flair uh, took a little shot from your boy Randy Orton. Your thoughts? Oh, I thought that was fantastic. Didn't you like that? Oh, my God, I loved it. Man, Ric Flair just doesn't stop, does he? How about the story he was telling, man? He had me... Ric Flair could make me cry. He does it a lot. You know what really got me? When he was saying to Randy... Because Randy was like, you're an attention whore. You're always on the show because you need to be. You need this. It's pathetic. And he was like, you think Hogan doesn't call me? Yeah. Like, saying how badly he wants to be on this show every you Dude, know, that was shoot. That, that was shoot right That, was, that a, was a shoot right And there. he mentioned someone else. It wasn't just Hogan. It was, it was like another name. I'm like, oh, man. That was fantastic. But I am still just amazed that Ric Flair can still take these bumps. Well, that uh, wasn't much of a bump. Look, it's really. enough of a bump. He's 71. He almost died he last year. He had coma last summer. I know. Well, they, they handled it well, right? He kind did of he rested get, him did, down. Did, it was all right. Uh, yeah, it was, they they uh, went dark before the punch. I guess so. I you know, guess. look. Yeah, I guess so. Dude. Man. The story. <laughs> I felt like he was going to incinerate, it though. It was awesome. It was. Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes. Randy Oh, stop. Randy Rhodes. What were the last words? Fuck it. Anyway, you, you, Randy Orton was, what was amazing. Uh, what's Ozzy's wife's name? Sharon? Yeah. I fuck Sharon. Stop it! <laughs> you know, it was already tasteless. Now thought. it's just completely, I forgot my thought. I got Randy WWE Rhodes. UFC says he respects us. Who? Who? WWE UFC says oh, he respects us. Well, thank, thank you, you WWE oh, thank you. UFC. Oh, good. We respect you, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Go ahead. Keep, keep it clean. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I just thought it was an amazing segment. Uh, does Randy that open Orton. the door for uh, yeah. the return of Charlotte? Yeah, it against does. what we were talking about about a month ago? Yeah, Charlotte, is Charlotte going to fight Randy Orton? You know what's funny, though? Didn't Charlotte herself one time say to her father, What you mad at, Dad? You're going to cry? What's she going to get mad about? Hey, you made my father cry. You did, too. You it's got no really, case. It's a really good Feel it over. You kind of veered off that whole. <laughs> yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I, right. Yeah. I mean, what are they? Uh, but again, great, great segment. Randy Orton's freaking awesome. Please beat McIntyre. Please. So th- that's what I was going to ask you. Does this mean SummerSlam McIntyre loses the belt to Orton? Because all my senses prediction, are saying, please. Because, no, I'm not making a prediction. I'm making a. Uh, I refuse. A, a, a I will not right. make a prediction. Yeah, it takes away all it my enjoyment. Oh, I know everything, and I it say the following is going to happen. Well, well, speaking that. of that, I want to say that. Too. I hate that. Now you got me on another tangent. What? These oh, freaking wrestling podcasters. Go. Again, we're a broadcast. We're a television broadcast. Thank you. Uh, um, they, yeah. They're so proud <laughs> when they get the wrestling matches right. Oh, I got it right again. It's fake wrestling, bro. And you got a 50% chance. Do you remember my record when I... When I <laughs> yeah. Do you remember my record, I think, when we... when we, when It was, I like, put really a, good. Dude, it was, like, 387 and 20 or something like that. And I had gotten, the, and like... And then when I put the pressure on, you froze up like Eric Sims during an auction. Oh. Anybody want to buy this microphone headset here? It's, uh... Wait, is anybody calling? Anybody calling? Oh, shit. Go ahead. <laughs> Farrell's oh, referring man. to the auction we had last week hosted by <laughs> super producer, super agent Eric Sims. Menomina. Who Farrell uh, said Menomina. reminded him of Ralph Cramden I, from <laughs> The Honeymooners when he was on that game show. Chef of the future. Oh, can it Corey Apple? Kick it Corey Apple. That's great. Go ahead. Ralphie, Corey Apple. Oh, my God. Yeah, it opens up the door for Charlotte. That would be very interesting. But you know what, though? I mean, with everything screaming in my senses that McIntyre will lose, that means McIntyre will win. So annoying. So you don't want to pick? I'm not going to pick. I'm, but go- I'm, I'm going to Randy Orton car. I would like to think Randy Orton will win. But I'll tell you, if they start pushing Charlotte going for the heavyweight title, right. I'm not going Maybe for Maybe Randy Orton won't win because uh, yeah, Charlotte will interfere. Yes. Yes. And yes. McIntyre keeps his belt, and now we've got that feud. That's why you're the Pharaoh. You're brilliant. Yeah, I'm glad I deducted that. It was Dominic, by accident. Dominic but, took it like a man this week. You know, have listen, i got to be serious for a second about this kid. Have you ever seen such a quick ascension into an on-air convincible character? Dominic is doing great. Loved it. He's doing great. He came up like a nervous ninny the first time mm-hmm. and the second time a little better. Now what are we talking? It's only been a couple of months. I think he's fantastic. And what, by the way, though, what was with that beating, though? I haven't seen that, that since Mel Gibson's down, movie. Oh, whoa. I'm serious, dude. Whoa. I didn't like that. to cut that thing. No, you, no. Why? Because I stated that Mel Gibson made a violent movie on the Messiah? Whoa. Dude, what about whoa. all the stripes on his back? That made me uncomfortable. I am not making a joke of this. That made me uncomfortable. That was a massive beating. I had a problem with that. That was too much. I thought it was good. Great job by Dominic, but how many times can you hit him? They hit him in the front, and then they hit him in the back, and I'm sorry. That's what I was thinking You know what? About. I'm telling you. And there's nothing wrong with if that If there either. were fans in the audience. That was unsettling. This is some really good writing. 
the fans really would have good really writing. been ooing and aahing. That was Bruce Pritchard and his team that was are brutal. doing a fantastic job, in my opinion. I'm just sorry. Dude, they striped him up, man. How that good was, was that, dude? It was great, but I guess that's what it was supposed to do, make me unsettled. Right, before, I was unsettled. Before a quick commercial break, Humberto Correa yeah. destroying that guy. What's going on now? That guy has all the goods. I'm not understanding He does this. not have all the goods. He's missing one thing, and you know damn well what it is. He can't talk. He cannot talk. So put him and I'll tell Selena. you, and this is going to sound like, I don't even know how this is going to sound, but I think that the moment Angel Garza came in, Vince McMahon completely forgot Just about forget him. Over I feel that way. Maybe I'm wrong to feel that way, but I feel like he knows that Angel Garza is the whole package. So do you think after we're dead? Because he is. You think we're after we're dead? Yeah. Right? Okay. That there'll be someone sitting at this dais, this, this Monty Nefaro, maybe it'll be Jimmy, Johnny and Joey. What, you know, like, in the same studio. Wait a minute, Matt, like, you'll still be alive. Wait a minute, like youngster. fake Ace and fake Peter Chris? What yeah, that right. But they'll be what? talking about, you know, <laughs> Angel Garza got all the money while poor Humberto Garrido has a, has a GoFundMe page. It's unfair. <laughs> he was treated and mishandled. It's not right. Dude, if that's who's going to sit in these chairs, we should leave nails and thumbtacks <laughs> on them right now. What are you talking about? With that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, we break. will be right back. Oy. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, seen out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conkham in New York. Before we get to our next subject, and we're almost out of time, I want to talk about our upcoming events, Farrow. Okay, um, ne- shoot. I think next Saturday, Matt, we're in studio with uh, Al Snow. <sighs> what does everybody want? Head. Nice. And then I think we're with uh, Doink and Dink in studio. Okay. Brent this Hart. Is all Does Bret Hart know? He's a big fan. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. I Does Bret Hart know? And then finally we end up with this the man that rules the world, Sid Vicious, will be in studio. Oh, I am a nervous wreck After these him. interviews, oh, yeah. after the uh, Al Snow and the Doink and Dink interview, then we having a live auction also on this channel. Will there be signing autographs, dolls, toys, whatever else? So please hang in there. It's going to be a wonderful Saturday. Then we interview Sid, and then Sid, we have a live auction right after that, too. And that's in uh, joint effort, uh, the Doink and Dink and Al Snow with the SS Promotions. Mm-hmm. And for the Sid Vicious, uh, our Mr. Eric Sims will be the guest special MC. Okay. Which means that he'll be off microphone. <laughs> Because we can't have How can a you be we, an MC and be off the we microphone. We can't have a remake of <laughs> what a happened very, last Saturday. That's a very quiet MC. What are you talking <laughs> about? Oh my God, this is um, this is not right. Hey. All right, uh, I want to finish up with this. Finish up with this. Booker T on Dixie Carter. Seems like this Dixie Carter likes uh, the sausage. Be little sausage. Be little sausage. I love sausage. I'm Dixie. Uh, Dixie, yeah, yeah, she probably had it half the locker room. What are you going to do? 
You blame her? Is she? Is she a fan? Wait a girl? minute, man! She's like a girl. She's an older, wealthy woman. Good and looking, by the way. I don't. I never thought she was bad. I mean, she's not. You know, oh my God! But she's she's fine. If you were a wrestler her age, she was fine. and you were single, yeah, and you were at the bar and Dixie wanted to. If I'm 25 years old working at TNA and Dixie's whining and dining me, getting me lit, and wants to hang out afterwards, and I'm single, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yep. So you think it's just like uh... the sausage? Dixie had her rounds. So? Who cares? What's the big deal? Yeah. It really doesn't bother me one way or the other, but I think it's hilarious that people are like, Heck yeah, here! Dixie likes the sausage! Who gives a shit? I don't care. That's cool. I mean, she probably completely molested poor AJ when he was a kid. She might have marked AJ. I think she completely probably, you know, poor AJ. He's like, I can't wait to get the Vince the hell out of here. By, by the way, AJ's yeah. wife's not that good looking. Stop look. it. See, I did, no. I don't know what she looks like. What, you've never seen? Like, no. You don't Dude, check that out? I am so not interested in so many other aspects of the behind-the-scenes wrestling, which is why my keyboard you sits really at the front of the You really are not into the behind-the-scenes. I like I, all the behind-the-scenes No, I do stuff. like some of it, but when I see how crazy people get, you know, spending their money and... Everything else that they do, deciding how they should live their lives, I'm not that interested. I'm not that kind of person. All right, I have one last question before we cut out. Yeah. Okay? You've got a wrestling show like we have. Yeah. And well, at least it's not a podcast. I'm your partner. At least it's not a podcast. <laughs> at least it's not That's a right. podcast. Go on. I'm your partner. Yeah. And I turn around and I said, hey, I used to know Andy Kaufman. <laughs> and uh, I'm the one that got him interested in wrestling. Sure you did, pal. You know? But I don't say it, and you know, I just start saying it now because Andy's dead, and he really can't re- rebuke what I'm mm. saying. Is that the right yeah. word, rebuke? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, Andy's friend, uh, Chamina, whatever fuck his name is, right? Okay. If I said that to you, would you like be like get him on get him on the show since you're such good friends with Andy Kaufman? No. No. No, because he reminds me of that dude who used to walk around with a picture of Ringo Starr in his wallet. Shmudo, I think I he was there one time to fix his doorknob or something. I guess my point Be is... my best friend! I guess my point is, no, is that... No, not interested. You know, I respect everybody's opinions, yeah. but this has been a wonderful show. Yeah. We heard from Superb. a future Hall of Famer genius. on his thoughts. The, the true genius. Yeah, Lanny Poffel. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Much respects to Kamala. Right. And we know. respected Kamala. You know. And we've had our viewpoints. Yep. I want to tell the wrestling experts out there, this was not a particular attack. I mean, some cases I was naming some things that were said on some of these said Fine. Podcasts, you know right? I don't read any of this. Um, I just, do I disagree you with show it? show me here? Yes, I do. Right. Um, again, you know, you're not the, you people are not the keeper of the wrestling world. You're not the keeper of the world. You can, oh, they think they are, You though. can hate Vince McMahon as much as you want. Yeah, go That's ahead. That's all well and good. Right. Um... And I guarantee you this much, though, and this is my message to to these people that you're speaking sure. about. Not to quote James Hetfield, but I ain't going to waste my hate on you. Ah, Bob Zamuda. Thank you, man. Bob Zamuda. So I asked, I asked the fans out there, too. If I claimed I knew Andy Kaufman and I really didn't, but I, I did, and <laughs> I guess I'm saying I did, wouldn't you expect Bob <laughs> Zamuda I'm, to be on my show then? Yes, I'm he would, I would. Man. I'd be like, hey, Bob, come on my show because... I'm the one who made Andy become a wrestler because I'm that important. Right. That's the other thing. Self-importance. You guys aren't that important. None of you are that important. We're not right. that important. Right. Right? Yeah. In the, well, who in, the big, in the big scheme of things? In the big scheme of things, no. No, no. We're just trying to have fun, entertain, right, and give our opinion and let the fans voice their opinion right. also, right? Right. So we want to thank all the fans out there for watching. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got a laugh out of it. I got a laugh out of it. We want <laughs> to thank Lanny Poffo. <laughs> 
the great Lanny Poffo, who we love. And uh, again, I don't know what it takes to be in the biz, Farrow. Right. You know, just because you drove around with with a wrestler. Right. As an agent, doesn't mean you're in the biz. No. Okay? Not in my mind. You but... only know what the guy told you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because if that's the case, then we're in the biz because we drive around wrestlers all the time. We're uh, on the show all the time. Uh, Chief J. Strongbow was in the biz. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a pretty clear idea of who's in the biz and not. Yeah, that works for me. Anyway, so again, I want to remind everybody next <laughs> next Thursday we're on live from nine to ten p.m. You can yeah. catch Monty and the Faro here out of Indie Music TV, also on our YouTube channel, Monty and the Faro page, mm. channel one fifteen one one five from eight thirty to nine p.m. on Tuesdays, Tuesdays, and on Saturday from six a.m. to six thirty. Mm. Catch us on channel twenty in about four hours from now at one nice. thirty a.m. I think I got the time right. Sweet. Catch us on Twitch TV, and uh, we'll make a special announcement. Monty DeFaro will be on Amazon Prime oh, in about oh, one week. So also catch us on Amazon Prime. So big exciting moments. Don't forget also next Saturday, Doink and Dink, Al Snow, and the man who rules the world, Sid Vicious. Mm. And then I just got a special call that Bob Zamuda will be in the following Thursday. <laughs> okay. Are you you're into Bob Zamuda? Fantastic. Do you even know who he is? No. There you go. There we go. Anyway, Farrow, any passing thoughts for our fans and the people out there? Wow. Stay off your keyboards unless you got something positive to say for a change. How about that? And if you don't got anything good to say, just unplug it. Put it out to the curb because uh, most of us are tired of hearing your shit anyway. That's how I feel about it. I really don't give a flying fuck about any of you with your negative shit and your negative shit towards Vince McMahon or any of the other stuff, you know. And if I don't seem like a nice guy, uh, sorry, maybe I'm not. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Just what's with all the bitching, and, you know. And, and this is, this when is... a man passes away, let him pass away with dignity and don't make it a personal vendetta for something that you think is, uh, you know, so right. And that's just my opinion. Here's a perfect Whatever. thing for you to end on. Because yeah. this is the support your comment. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Uh... Garguts Entertainment says, Yeah. I filmed for the biz for a long time okay. and wasn't even in the biz, LOL. <laughs> that says it right there. I, I guess so. You may so. think you're in the biz, but yeah. you're not in the biz. Yeah, come on, man. You may think you know, but you don't know. Right. And stop volunteering other people's money when you know damn well you wouldn't part with your own. Exactly. Stop it already. This is Mike Monty. This is the Pharaoh. Get off your high horse, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Later. <laughs>